0: Hey there, I'm your host and channeler and medium bringing you over 30 years of experience to Portal Mystico podcast. I've dedicated my life to uncovering a treasure trove of tools and techniques, and I can't wait to share them with you. Join me on this incredible journey where we'll dive deep into spirituality, astrology, channeling, fitness, the divine feminine, numerology, and various spiritual modalities. And each week, you'll receive invaluable insights and interviews that are going to bring you closer to that version of yourself that you want to achieve. Expect captivating interviews with experts, deep dives into metaphysical concepts and practical advice to ignite your creativity and boost your personal growth. I'm your host, Elena Maggio. I'm Porta Podcast. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite platform.
1: Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs.
2: Also joining
1: us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the home of straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Car Pro USA. Jerry Reynolds is the Car Pro, and in his thirty-five plus years in the auto industry, he won USA Today's Dealer of the Year award twice. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick, and his one hundred forty-five year career led to his being voted into the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Thank you. Welcome to Car Pro USA. Yeah.
2: Thank you for joining us, and Happy New Year to you. This is Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro. I'm here to help make sure you get a great deal. And if you can make a move by Monday night, I would certainly recommend that because that's the end of the huge incentives that we've had over the past, well, really this year due to COVID, they started early in November and ran all the way through the end of December, and they end Monday night for every manufacturer that's out there. What happens after that? That's a good question, and it's not one I can answer. I can tell you that for the entire almost 40 years I've been part of the auto industry, I can tell you that the incentives drop dramatically at the beginning of January, typically. So if it's like years past, then Tuesday... After the manufacturers have an opportunity to look at sales that were reported through Monday night, then they'll make some decisions on what to do with incentives. Typically, they try to pull back. I think that will be the case this year because of the big sales that we've had, big numbers of cars sold over the past couple of weeks, and then what will be sold from now through Monday night, inventory on A lot of popular vehicles is going to be real short in supply. The only reason manufacturers put rebates on cars is to help the dealers to sell them. When they're short in supply, that's not necessary. They don't need to do that. So we'll see. We'll talk about it next weekend. Uh, I'll know more then. But for right now, if I were in the market and I were going to buy a car in the first quarter of 2021, I would do it before Monday night, and that's the truth. That's what I would tell my friends, my relatives, and what I would do personally if I wanted to get myself a new set of wheels. I would not risk waiting past Monday night. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, joins me now.
3: Let's uh, talk a little bit about inventory. I'd like for you to clean something up for me that I'm confused about. Of course you are. Of course I am. Um, The big Lexus dealer near my home, it normally has 350 RX 350s or so. Yeah. In inventory, uh, if their website is accurate, they have about 50 left. Yep. Right now. Yep. On the other hand, our big Toyota dealer in Dallas Fort Worth has a full 45-day supply of Camrys. Yep. So, what's typical for most dealers, most brands? As far as being short on inventory or having plenty,
2: you want to be. You want to be to be perfect, and you, there's no no perfect inventory situation. Manufacturers just don't. They're not that. They're, they're not that flexible. But sixty days is is the perfect number, and okay. a sixty day supply. And by day supply, what that means is, if we stopped. If you stopped getting cars in today, then it would take 60 days to sell out of that particular brand car that you have. But the problem is incentives go up and down. Sales go up and down. And who could have predicted sales numbers from 2020 with, you know, a pandemic hitting our country that a lot of dealerships were completely shut down and couldn't open their doors for months. So it, it's, it, it's one of those things where the business was better in 2020 than any of us ever thought it would be, considering the pandemic. Uh, manufacturers were shut completely down, and then when they came back, they suffered tremendous parts problems. Every time somebody on an assembly line got COVID, it had to be shut down and sanitized. And it's just slowed the entire process down of building cars. Now, it's coming back. We saw some good production numbers in November. Uh, I think by next week, the manufacturers will start really cranking some cars out and putting them out in big numbers. Uh, but we'll see. You know, it, it's trying to do predictions right now It's just – I said it on the Dallas show earlier – I'm just doing duck and cover because you don't know know what's going to happen. I mean, you just don't. But I can tell you this. I know what I'd do if I were in the market. I'd get somewhere to one of my CarPro certified dealers by Monday night. Huntington Beach, California, we go to Jan. Jan, welcome. How can I help you? Good morning.
4: Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, you, kiddo. So we are looking for an Mm eight-passenger car. Yeah, or vehicle to take our kids and grandkids. Our old Ford conversion band finally died and went to um, car heaven. A couple <laughs> months ago, and we really miss it. It happens. So I need your I need your advice on what to get next.
2: Tell me when when you say eight passenger are are any of these kids in car seats or are these young adults yeah. or what do we got?
4: No, they're little. They're little ones. Okay. So it's definitely in car seats.
2: I would would look hard at the new Chevy Tahoe. Uh, I reviewed it probably six weeks ago. It was fantastic. And if you get a center row bench seat, it's big enough to seat eight people very well. You could go on up to the Suburban if you wanted to. You could look at the Ford Expedition, same scenario, it it, okay. and it when you're looking for eight seats and some of them are child seats, Jan. The biggest difference between all these vehicles is the width of the vehicle makes such a difference between, you know how wide those seats are, especially that third row seat, and that's why I say Tahoe, Suburban, Yukon, Expedition, Navigator, that class of car, Toyota Sequoia, another good one. Um, they're out there. There's plenty of them. A lot of them you find will have the center row captain's chairs, which is going to cut you down to seven. But right. The, That's the,
4: been the problem. Yeah. But, there.
2: but there's still, there's still a lot of them that have the bench right there in the middle and they're, they're going on. to be comfortable okay. and they drive great and they're more fuel efficient than they've ever been, even though they're big. Uh, it's going to take something full size for you guys.
4: Absolutely. So, of all of
2: those, you have a favorite? I'd go with the Tahoe. First one that came to the mind. Tahoe. Yep. Okay. Go you to Jan, that. go to carprousa.com and read my review and watch my video. You'll see what I'm talking about. Okay,
4: good. Okay. I and appreciate I've got, it. Thank you. you
2: bet. And I've got great Chevy dealers there that will also take care of you. Uh, be a little bit patient. Tahoe inventory is short because they haven't been out all that long and they're selling like crazy. So maybe look at something they've got inbound.
1: Find the car, truck, or SUV that really fits how you drive. Call the CarPro at 1-800-926-7777.
3: This is CarPro USA, and I have another good reason that you would be better off if you shopped at a CarPro USA certified dealer.
2: Besides saving money and not spending all day there and oh, yeah. this, this good is, treatment and all that.
3: This is a new a new one for me. When you were talking with a guy earlier this week about a certified pre-owned vehicle advertised at one, not one of our dealers. Right. On the front page of the website, certified pre-owned. Right. X dollars. Then they get down to the contract and they say, now if you want this certified, it's going to cost you $2,500 more
2: (laughs) dollars. Yes. It's a a classic bait and switch. You'll see a price. It'll say certified. And then buried somewhere on the website, it'll say plus certification fee. And that can be anywhere from $1,500 up. And so, well, sir, you can buy it. It's just not going to be certified.
3: Yeah. Well, where, where, how could that be? Pass the inspection
2: because I'm a crook. Oh, I'm, I'm a crooked yeah. car dealer. That's simple. <laughs> Listen, if if you want to have some fun, we I had a link in this week's free weekly newsletter of car brochures for makes models going way back. Um, if, for instance, looking at Chevrolets, they've got brochures from the 1920s car brochures from the 1920s all the way up until 2011 and all those cars so if you if you've never seen a brochure on your first car i've got a link there for you that you can do that so all you got to do is go to carprousa.com at the bottom of the page and click subscribe to the newsletter we'll get it to you today you'll get that link and you can have some fun. My first car was a 67 Malibu, and the brochure was there, sure enough. And they've got all makes. I mean, uh, there's thousands and thousands of these. Chryslers, Dodges, DeSotas, Lincolns, Mercurys, and Ramblers, and Studebakers. And the list just goes on and on and on of old cars that you could look at their brochure. You could even print it off if you wanted to. Let's talk to Elaine in Laguna Beach, California. Hello, Elaine.
4: Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you. I have a question, please, regarding maybe helping our daughter purchase a new car. Yeah. She has been driving a 08 Altima hybrid and kept it in wonderful condition. However, the electrical system has gone out. Twice on her now, and the mechanic could not get a part for it. They're not made anymore. Yep, that's right. And so, anyway, her desires are she needs something for a very tall person. She's almost 6'2", and she needs some storage space when she goes to Costco. And she was wondering what's out there in a compact SUV that will fit her needs for being so tall and getting an SUV that works for her. Yeah. It needs all the safety features. And my question to you is, is there any car out in the market that has the safety feature of locating curbs?
3: <laughs> <laughs> if there is, please, please.
2: <laughs> yeah, Kevin would love that. Oh. Uh no, unfortunately, there's no technology for that yet. Um, it, you know, some of the cars today, Elaine, you can turn on a front-view camera. Um, as a matter of fact, this uh, this van that I'm driving this week, this Chrysler Pacifica, it's got a front-view camera. You just reach up and hit a button. But that really doesn't help you with curbs. It helps you if you're pulling straight into a curb, but not the curbs on the side of the road. Um I would tell her, and and size questions are always hard for me because if she is a leggy six-foot-two gal, yes. one car may work. Whereas if she's not that leggy but has a long torso, another one might not work. But oh. I will tell you that the first thing that comes to my mind is the Nissan Rogue. There's a couple of reasons. One is... They they are good for taller people and and there's not a lot of small SUVs out there that are most of them have a low uh, entry level for your head when you get in. You end up bumping your head a lot. Um so I would definitely tell her to look at the Rogue because it's got some fantastic safety features. And then she did that and liked it. Okay, good. It's a good choice.
3: As a say, loner.
2: Yeah, good. Uh if she wants to move up just a little bit in size The Subaru Forester is very good for tall people as well, and it's got a lot of cargo area. And if I had to rate safety systems, I would say the Subaru system is the best out there, Uh, bar none. I think that would keep her safer. So I'm going to say Rogue and Forester, and I've got good dealers at my website for both of them. Elaine, happy new year.
1: Take the guesswork out of your next car lease or purchase. Call the CarPro at 1-800-926-7777. Then
2: we go to Larry in Simi Valley. Larry, welcome.
4: Oh, thank you for taking my call, Jerry. Happy New Year's to you, Kevin, and the rest of the crew. You Thank too, you, buddy. Much. Thank you. Happy New Year. Uh, yes. I just have a few questions. It's basically when you're driving a new car with a salesperson, how long a time would you normally take? Sometimes the salespeople mm-hmm. like you to get in five minutes and then say, get out. Uh, but I think driving like 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, is that suitable?
2: No, that's not enough. You, you need to drive a half hour. What? You need to drive a half hour. You really do because you need to drive in different conditions. You need to get up on the freeway. You need to get on side streets. You need to hit railroad tracks. You, you, If you will use one of my dealers, they will not only let you drive as long as you want to, they'll let you drive without a salesperson in the car. And that's really, I've got an article at the FAQ page of my website. It talks about the proper test drive and it, okay. I, I recommend, you know, back in the car, in doing a parallel park, making a U-turn, but at least a half hour, and and that's the only. I mean, you think think how much money you're spending, and to to have a salesperson rush you through a test drive, uh, I, to me is totally unacceptable. I would never I would never buy a car under those conditions.
4: Oh, okay. Now, the other question about this salesperson, if, if you go in there and they have salesperson and you sit down for 10 or 15 minutes, you take the test drive, and you know you don't want to deal with them, how do you tell the sales manager or salesperson you want another salesperson without walking out or maybe walk out and come back later? You're, you're, do you do
2: you're, you're really like making it. this so much harder than you need to, Larry. All you need to do is use my process, where you walk in and you start talking to the owner or the general manager, and he assigns you one of the his best salesperson, that person that he would give you to if you were his next door neighbor, for instance. Don't 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 go through all this. It's not worth it. I'm telling you. That's why I'm here, and that's why I've been on the air for almost 20 years. I have a very proven system. You print out the VIP certificate from the list of dealers at my website, and you walk in there, and and it's the easiest transaction in the world. And if anything goes wrong now, you go right straight back to the general manager. And it works every time.
1: Getting the wrong vehicle is like marrying the wrong person. Meet the right car now at 1-800-926-7777.
3: This is CarPro USA. Thanks for joining us. We are live today, so a belated Happy New Year. Let's all hope, we all hope, and most of us expect 2021 to be a little better than 2020 was in most respects. Surely. Don't you think, Jerry Reynolds, Mr. CarPro?
2: I surely do think that, and, you know, I, I'm just so ready to get back to normal life, you know, and... In, in, Being able to go out and eat dinners, for instance, which is something I always enjoyed doing, Mm -hmm. and I haven't been out, I've sat down in a restaurant since March of last year, and you know, no end in sight. But you know, maybe the vaccine will kick off and the distribution will be smooth, and people maybe we can finally put an end to this thing by the middle of the year.
3: Well. Thursday, Thursday night, I got up my uh, courage, not liquid, I mean, just real, you know, uh, prayers mostly, yep. and took my girlfriend out to a really nice restaurant that I figured would be packed on New Year's Eve so nobody would be there on Thursday night. Place was empty. Yeah. So, you know, it was nice. It was really nice.
2: Just a reminder: subscribe to the newsletter today. We'll get you the one that came out this week, which was an abbreviated version. But I did write an article in there that might be of interest to you about understanding dealership documentary fees, and I broke it down. It was it's kind of because every state does it different, and we're airing all over the country. It's hard to do one article that one size fits all, but I did. Do the best that I could. It was pretty lengthy article about documentary fees, and it's just one of those things. If you are going to buy a new car, it's something you need to pay attention to, and especially uh, our California listeners, uh, you guys are oh you you guys are fine. It, you got an eighty dollar cap on what a documentary fee can be. Texas is one hundred and fifty maximum. Some dealers charge less, uh, but then there are states where there is no limit. Like can, Florida? Florida is one of the worst. So, you know, it just it's an interesting article, but we have a lot of interesting articles there every single week. Subscribe today. Take a look at it. If you don't like it, just hit unsubscribe. But that's just where you'll also get the old car brochures online it was in this week's newsletter, also, which a lot of people really, really enjoyed. Let's talk to Chris in Lubbock. Texas KFYO Hello Chris uh, Happy New Year guys Same to you buddy What can I help you with So I have um, About to order a Bronco I pre-reserved in July um, It's first new car I've purchased Since 2007 I think so Yeah of the, And I'm coming from a 6 liter 390 horse Engine I Had a Corvette before that um, But the new Broncos nostalgic to me so I'm not even familiar with like the 2.3, the 2.7, the EcoBoost, the different. I mean, I know the technology's advanced way beyond what I have now. And oh so, yeah, sure. And so, just kind of want to get your advice and expertise on
3: when you start building it, this thing out. Yeah,
2: it's tough. And I tried to help my nephew build build a Bronco online, and I got to tell you, I was so confused after about 10 minutes. <laughs> that I just said, dude, I don't know what to tell you. And I sent him to a dealership to sit down with them. And until I can actually get behind the wheel of one of these things and start to see them and learn them, which I will, but just not right now. I just, It's just too soon. I will tell you this, and it may, maybe this will help you. The 2.7 is a runner. And given your history, what you told me just a second ago, I don't mm-hmm. think you'd be happy with the 23 EcoBoost. I'd go with the 27. I think that's a safe okay. bet. And and I think you'd really like it. Everybody the four dealers that I know tell me that that thing is a performer. It'll get up and go and it is, you know, it's just a, a great engine. And I I'm, I'm a big fan of the EcoBoost family of engines overall. I started watching them and drove my first one well over 10 years ago and have been Paying close attention to them since then, they're fantastic. I, 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 I'd, I'd definitely go with the two seven. From that point, I don't okay. know, man. I don't know. Who, I don't know who you're going to assign that order to, but um, <clears throat> Smith South Plains, and I go way back. The owners uh, there are dear friends of mine. Uh, their name, Sakura Holden Sakura, okay. is. Their son, he's a great guy. He takes good care of my listeners. He's a younger guy. I would imagine he has probably been through this on the Bronco. Uh, So if you want to talk to Holden, he's at my website under Certified Dealers. Okay. Brother, I appreciate the call. Happy New Year to you. By the way, I've been off for the last two weeks, but I'll be back on this Thursday on KFYO at 735 with uh, Matt and Dave. And we talk cars for about 15 minutes every Thursday morning on KFYO AM and FM. Let's talk to Mona in Sacramento. Hi, Mona. Hi. Happy New Year to you. How can I help you?
5: Well, thank you. I enjoy your show and value your opinion. Thank you, Um, ma'am. Thank you. I have a 2018 Honda Fit that just flipped 18,000 miles, and I had to have the fuel injectors replaced. I just wondered if it's a car that I should hang on to or trade in.
2: Yeah, a lot of things can cause that. That may not have anything to do with the car itself. Uh, you could mm-hmm. you, you can get bad gas and and foul your your injectors. I don't think that's an uh, indication of the car. Is that the only problem you've had?
0: Yes, I had
5: a 2015 set that I had a lot of electrical issues with that I you know turned in before it got bad. Yeah. And I just
2: wondered if that's it's too early to it's it's too early to panic with this car. It's a Honda. They get better every single year. And as I said, injectors can be caused by a lot of different things that have nothing to do with what Honda put under the hood. So I would hang on to it. If it becomes a continual problem if you if so you get that fixed and then, you know, five thousand miles from now you have another pretty major issue. Then I would tell you then it might be time to look, but it's too early I mean this could happen with any car on the road, no matter if it's a Honda fit or a Lamborghini okay what
5: about a an additive for um your
2: gas yeah i use uh i use i only i only recommend r x p and their website is r x p dot com But that is for carbon buildup. I do use, and I don't so much anymore because I don't keep cars that long, but at about 50,000 miles, I used to use STP fuel injector cleaner, and I found it to Mm -hmm. be a very good product. But the RXP, I do use it still today. Uh, Every oil change, I'll run a bottle through there. It makes a world of difference in your fuel economy and how well your car runs. And it's just a good overall thing to have. It goes in your gas tank, so it's real simple. And you can order it at rxp.com. They're not a sponsor. I'm not touting them. I'm just giving you my experience with that product. And if you've got a car that that may not pass smog or pollution uh, test, a couple of bottles of Rxp I have seen do magical things. And I mean like... The car failed and then the RXP went in and then it passed.
1: If you don't know a turbo from a turbo, call CarPro USA now at 1 800 926 7777.
3: Just checking here at CarPro USA on our website to see if. One of Jerry's FAQs is still number one, one, one. Which one? Your end of lease options is oh, still yeah. number one of the top five most popular.
2: That makes sense this time of year. Yeah. A lot of people coming up on the end of a lease, you know, especially in December. So, yeah, no surprise there. It's a good article, though, if I must say so myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd written it several years ago, and then I came back maybe a couple of years ago and rewrote it because I was still getting questions from people that I'd covered the answer, but apparently it was when you've been in the car business, as long as I have, sometimes our internal car business language comes through in what I write. So I really stepped back and tried to make it so simple for people, especially those who had never leased before. To Katy, Texas, we go in the Houston area. Brenda, Brenda, happy New Year!
5: Happy New Year to you too, Jerry. Thank uh, you I so much. Thank, I want to thank you first for helping my husband find the truck of his dreams. He ended up with a Honda Ridgeline and absolutely loves it.
2: Oh, that's so. great! That's great. Those Thanks things are so nice. I really, I, every time I get an opportunity to review one, I jump on it just because I enjoy them.
5: Right. Well, he's very happy. So he suggested that I call you. I'm in the market for an SUV, uh, but I work from my car quite a bit. And so I needed something with a third row seat because I take people with me. And so to conferences and things, but I needed something that had a smooth ride, but then I also wanted a quiet, a really quiet cab so that individuals could hear me and I could hear them whenever I'm on a conference call in the car. But uh, I was looking at the RX and the GX, but I would have to buy a used one because of the price. And uh, I wanted to ask you uh, about the Telluride because I'm kind of looking at three different things. I keep a car for about 10 years right and i usually put quite a few miles on them and then uh but i work from my vehicle so i i really need a a luxury type sound on the inside of my car
2: what what so, what kind of budget are you looking at by the way
5: i, I don't want to do anything under 40 over 40 or 45 because um i'm going to put down about 10 and i i don't want to finance more than 30 or 35 okay
2: that's good that's good you're 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 in the right ballpark there are you you're not opposed to a certified vehicle correct
5: no I'm not
2: okay I'm not. well the r x unless you get the l model does not have the third row seat, and even if you did get the l model, the third row seat's so small that there's just no i mean there's no rhyme or reason how you could put adults back there. I will tell you. Okay. I'll tell you exactly the vehicle I would go for. I would go for a certified Buick Enclave. It fits the bill to a T. Buick does a lot of uh, insulation inside their cars. They use thicker glass. They really, really try to give you a quiet ride. Lincoln is the same way, but I think you can pick up an Enclave cheaper than you could pick up a certified uh, Aviator, which is going to be hard to find because they haven't been out more than about a year and a half. But Enclave's been around forever. It's got one of the roomiest third row seats that you're going to find. It's got cargo area behind the third row, and it drives great. It's quiet inside and quality top notch. Okay, I in fact I haven't driven one. I haven't.
5: Uh, Test drove one, so I will Mm. test drive one. I I do have one question. I was looking at the Buick um, because a Mm. friend of mine had one. She said her her issue with it now it was a little bit older, but it had it really was bad gas mileage as far as she was concerned.
2: What are I'm I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna put you on hold for just one second.
1: Buying and leasing are two very different things. Call the CarPro and find out which is right for you. 1-800-926-7777.
3: So I'm reading the ratings of our dealers on CarProUSA.com a couple of nights ago. And someone, well, a lady named Donna in the Sacramento area wrote in and said that everyone at Elk Grove Subaru was knowledgeable, competent, and prompt in handling her lease return. And then she added, like the TV commercials, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great. Her husband isn't doing so well health wise. So for the first time in their long marriage, she had to handle the transaction by herself and Elk Grove Subaru really took care of her. She said they used language. She understood, uh, they were patient, kind, compassionate, everything from beginning to end another five-star rating for Elk Grove Subaru. Yeah.
2: My contact is, uh, Dave Lang there. He's the general sales manager and he is a great guy. That's uh that's that's one of the Lasher dealerships. They've been in business for a lot of years and they they are fantastic. Just great people around the Sacramento area there.
3: And another Subaru dealer gets another five star rating. Your buddy Manny Moragi and Gilman Subaru Southwest in Houston. Yes. Got another five star rating this week from a Texans fan named Harry, who said his favorite team could learn a lot if they went about their business like Gilman Subaru Southwest <laughs> does. He said there were lots of people moving in lots of different directions, but Manny made sure that it all came together and Harry got the CarPro VIP treatment in his purchase.
2: Well, maybe I need to get uh, my home team, the Dallas Cowboys, into our system too.
3: What? <laughs> Couldn't hurt. They, they could doggone sure use
2: some help. I'll promise you that. Yeah, all of our dealers are fantastic. They take great care of you. You hear these coming back. You can look at them online. You can check their ratings. Manny Gilman, 120 ratings, a 5 out of 5. Wow. He's amazing. Wow. Lease or buy. Call the Car Pro. 1-800-926-7777. Hey there.
1: I'm
0: your host and channeler. And medium bringing you over 30 years of experience to Portal Mystico podcast. I've dedicated my life to uncovering a treasure trove of tools and techniques, and I can't wait to share them with you. Join me on this incredible journey where we'll dive deep into spirituality, astrology, channeling, fitness, the divine feminine, numerology, and various spiritual modalities. And each week you'll receive invaluable insights and interviews that are going to bring you closer to that version of yourself that you want to achieve. Expect captivating interviews with experts, deep dives into metaphysical concepts and practical advice to ignite your creativity and boost your personal growth. I'm your host, Elena Maggio. I'm Porta Mystico Podcast. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite platform.
1: Hey, it's Mark Goodman here, and I'm Alan Light, and on this live episode of Sound Up, we discuss whether AI should be used to create and perform music. Plus, we've got news on the Jane's Addiction reunion. Ticketmaster gets hacked, the Black Keys adjusting their tour, and comments and conversations with you. It's Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light, the only music podcast that matters. Your source for everything happening in the world of music. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.